Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to my podcast, But First Pivot. I'm Danny, registered dietitian, certified sports dietitian, and CEO of Pivot Nutrition Coaching. I'm here to share my all foods fit approach and real life client success stories to inspire you to pivot away from all the fad diet nonsense and confusion. My goal is to simplify nutrition so you can enjoy foods you love like donuts and pizza and still achieve your health, performance, and body composition goals. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to episode 13. Now today is the Sunday after American Thanksgiving. The reason I say American Thanksgiving is because I'm Canadian and also celebrate Canadian Thanksgiving in October. But because American Thanksgiving was just a few days ago, this means that many people are likely to get back on track tomorrow, which is the Monday after Thanksgiving. If you're on a weight loss journey you might be stepping on the scale Monday morning. Now, I don't know what's going to happen if you choose to do so. However, I feel like it's my duty as a registered dietitian to prepare you mentally for what might happen. The scale might go up. If this happens, if the scale goes up, take a deep breath and remember what I'm about to say. Weight fluctuations are extremely normal especially after holiday get-togethers. If the scale goes up, let's say three pounds after a holiday weekend, a vacation, or just a girl's night out, just know that you did not gain three pounds of fat overnight or in three days. The average adult's weight can fluctuate up to five or six pounds per day. What this means is that if your weight goes up three pounds after Thanksgiving or the weekend, there's no need to panic, get upset, or call it quits and say, what's the point? Because I've heard this before. People are doing all the things right. They are eating better. They're moving their bodies and they step on the scale and it goes up and they go, what's the point? I might as well have eaten three pieces of pizza instead of two. I might as well should have had all the drinks, if the scale's gonna go up. What's the point? Weight fluctuations are normal. If you are using the scale to track your progress, it's important to look at trends over time, not focus on individual days because weight loss is not linear. The scale isn't always gonna go down during a weight loss journey, but if you were to make a graph with all your weights and draw a trend line, the line is likely going to point downwards. In episode two, fat loss versus weight loss, I talk about how we should not use the scale as our only tool to track progress because first, weight fluctuations are normal, which I already mentioned. And second, the scale doesn't always tell the whole story, especially if you are strength training. Now that we understand that weight fluctuations are normal, even though we don't like it, let's dive into the three main reasons why the scale might go up after a holiday get-together. Number one, carbs. I'm not saying that carbs directly cause weight gain, but when we eat carbohydrates, we store them in our bodies as glycogen. When carbs are stored in the muscles and liver as glycogen, Glycogen pulls water inside along with it. So for every gram of glycogen you store, three to four grams of water may be stored with it. 
What I'm saying is when you eat carbohydrates, which you should, you hold on to a little bit more water. This is why people lose weight very, very fast when they go on a low-carb or a keto diet. Most of the weight loss in the first one to two weeks, unfortunately, is not fat, but water. This is also why people on low-carb or keto diets complain of feeling dehydrated or they're always thirsty. Carbs are not the enemy. I am 100% team carb. When we eat the right quantity and quality of carbohydrates, we typically feel our best and also perform at our best. I have a client who's a very active woman in her 30s, and when I started working with her, she was eating about 1,700 calories per day and only about 140 grams of carbs. Her main complaints were hunger, low energy, and bonking during workouts. She was trying to get stronger and just couldn't. She couldn't lift heavier weights. She couldn't progress in her lifts. Over the last few weeks, I actually upped her to over 200 grams of carbs, and she's hitting PRs in the gym and feeling so much better. Energy is better. Recovery, performance, sleep, mood. Yes, the scale initially went up a few pounds. Yes, she panicked for a hot minute. But now her body has adjusted. She's feeling better and better than she has in a long time. So that's the number one reason that the scale might go up is carbohydrates. And we typically tend to have a little bit more carbohydrates during holiday get-togethers. If we're talking Thanksgiving, you know, stuffing, mashed potatoes, dessert, those all contain carbohydrates. Number two is sodium. When you consume sodium, aka salty foods, your body holds on to water to maintain the right ratio or balance. Both home-cooked holiday meals and restaurant foods tend to be higher in carbs and salt, both of which can cause water retention. The third one is food volume. When you eat more, there's more food in your digestive system. For example, your fasted weight in the morning is almost always going to be lower than after lunch because you have a few meals and snacks in your body, in your digestive system. If you wake up and weigh 160, then weigh yourself 10 hours later and you weigh 165, you did not gain 5 pounds of fat in 10 hours. Remember, if you're going to use the scale as one of the tools to track your progress, make sure that you weigh yourself fasted in the morning after going to the bathroom so that it's consistent. Using a scale is all about consistency. Now, these are the three main reasons the scale might go up. Carbohydrates, salt, and food volume. Now I'm going to quickly go over nine other reasons the scale might go up. One, ladies, your menstrual cycle. It is normal to gain about two to five pounds during your period, but don't panic because period weight gain is mostly caused by water retention and usually goes away about three to five days after your period starts. It's also normal to feel hungrier before you get your period. Honor your hunger. If you're craving more carbs, that's normal. Let's just make sure we pair those carbohydrates with quality protein and some healthy fats to help you feel satisfied and to keep those blood sugar balanced. We also want to try to focus on carbohydrates that are higher in fiber. 
So that's number one, menstrual cycle. Number two, poor sleep. Research shows that poor quality sleep has repeatedly been linked to a higher BMI and weight gain. Also, when we don't get enough sleep, our cravings and desires for higher calorie, higher carb foods go up. Number three, stress. Elevated cortisol levels can cause cravings for sweet, fatty, and salty foods. Also, in excess, cortisol can increase water weight. That's because cortisol levels directly correlate to the hormone ADH, which controls the amount of water inside your body by communicating with your kidneys. Number four, bloating. Now, this is really important for me to say. If you are chronically bloated, please don't accept this as normal. Sometimes we have symptoms for so long that we start to accept them as how we normally feel. But being bloated all the time for months or years is not normal. I had a client reach out to me about five or six months ago, and she told me that she's been feeling bloated for 15 months. One five, 15 months. And I said, this isn't normal. So I actually ordered a stool test, which is called a GI map. There's other ones out there. And we found out that she had H. pylori, which is a gut bacteria. And once we did a kill protocol to get rid of this bacteria, she started feeling better, less bloating. So if you are chronically bloated, chronically constipated, have chronic diarrhea or any other symptoms, just know that it's not normal to have these symptoms long term. Yes, we all have these things come up once in a while. Maybe we're constipated for a few days or after travel, we have diarrhea. That's that's real life. But if it's months or years, let's do something about it. Number five is constipation. Already mentioned it. Number six, medications. Some medications can cause water retention or weight gain by making you feel more hungry, for example. Number seven, you're focusing on building muscle. Remember, you can't build muscle in a calorie deficit. And if you are lifting weights, the scale might go up. I've said this before, episode three, I believe, maybe two. If you want a toned or athletic body, lifting weights is a part of that journey. And sometimes the scale might go up, but your body composition might change in a positive way. One of my clients came to me at 150 pounds and she still weighs 150 pounds, but her, her body composition looks completely different because she's lifting weights and eating adequate protein. So again, this is back to the, the theme that the scale is, is not always the, the tool that we should rely on to measure our progress. Number eight, reverse dieting. So slowly increasing calories over time. When I reverse dieted earlier this year, I gained six pounds. I didn't panic. Because I knew that the goal of a reverse diet is not fat loss. The goal of me reverse dieting was to build muscle and improve my biofeedback, sleep, performance, energy, all those things. So if you're reverse dieting and the scale is going up, that's completely normal. And just know that it's likely temporary. 
And last, being in a calorie surplus. If you're eating more than your body expends, the scale is probably going to go up. And for some people, we need to put on weight. Maybe this person is struggling with fertility and they actually need more body fat in order to get pregnant. Maybe an athlete needs to put on weight for their sport. Maybe you just feel better physically when you weigh a little bit more. And that's something that we, we need to remember. If you feel your best 10 pounds heavier, that might be something that we need to work on accepting. Because the number one priority for me with my clients is number one, that they're healthy and two, that they feel good. Those are the two priorities, because if we don't feel good, what's the point? Key takeaways from this short and sweet episode on why the scale might go up after a holiday weekend, or maybe it's a vacation, or maybe it's just a girl's weekend. Number one, weight fluctuations are extremely normal. Number two, weight loss is not linear. If you're seeking to lose weight and your weight is trending downwards, you're on the right path. If the scale isn't moving, but you're losing inches, your body composition is improving, you're also on the right path. Don't forget to take body measurements and photos, especially if you are strength training as a part of your health and fitness journey. Last, weight gain does not always equal fat gain. There are many, many reasons the scale might go up, so don't be so quick to throw in the towel or get down on yourself the next time the scale goes up. I hope this was helpful. Let's not wait until the new year to get back on track. If you're not already back on track after Thanksgiving, this is your friendly reminder to get into the gym tomorrow, get your steps in, lots of fruits and veggies, hydrate. We don't need to detox. We don't need to skip breakfast tomorrow. Just get back to your regular meals and snacks and your regular exercise habits. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the channel and share with one friend who would benefit from this message. Need help with your nutrition? Find me on Instagram at DannyVRD or visit our website, pivotnutritioncoaching.com. Thanks for listening.